I'm Dean Newland, and welcome to the Business of Intuition, where I coach, facilitate, train, and speak on the hard science and meaningful experience of intuitive leadership in business, so you can make better decisions, forge real connections, and creatively solve problems to amplify your impact and simplify your life. Welcome to the Business of Intuition. For about 10 years, I had this wonderful gig with another company who happened to have a relationship with Marriott International. And I was able to, for about 10 years, fly around the world three to 12 times a year, seeing some absolutely wonderful places and meeting some absolutely wonderful people. Well, the person who headed up this other company was always telling us that if there was a full moon out, to beware that he might just be a little irritated, a little under the weather. And so whenever we saw a full moon, we just thought, well, we better stay clear of Peter because he just might be a little bit ornery that particular day. This idea that the moon would have some sort of an effect over a person's personality is not unknown to us. We all sort of know intuitively that we are affected by our external world, especially the ebbs and flows of the uh, celestial skies, specifically the, the, the moon. Well, if you go even further out in that, we, then you can start talking about things like you know, astrology. And for a while, I even uh, talked to a guy who was a Vedic astrologer. He gave me some really interesting insights into my life, my business, my family. And I had no idea how it really, really worked. I just know that it was pretty darn accurate. There's also another thing out there that I recently came across called human design which has something to do with what I'm talking about. And I can't speak to it very well, other than there is order, there is a system, there is connection and certain sort of higher intelligence of which we are just a tiny, tiny speck. We are uh, part of this larger universe that seems to work pretty well. And the human design intelligence puts some sort of a clarity into that on a human level, individually, and on a planetary level. And my next guest on the business of intuition is really quite an expert in this field. And so I found our conversation to be absolutely fascinating when we think about the changes that are happening right now with this planet and that are moving us toward over the next several years. Uh, Savani is the gal's name, and she is known for being able to find the gold, as she would say, in your business, that she's helped hundreds of her clients find what she would call the magic key to tap into the flow of money so it becomes predictable, reliable, and fun. Uh, she is highly sought after women's entrepreneurial coach, intuitive business mystic, master energy healer, psychic, inspirational speaker, co-author of the book of Inspiration for Women by Women, and has been featured on Self-Discovery uh, Radio and New Human Living. She is an expert on personal and spiritual transformation, supporting cutting-edge thought leaders and master healers in this global shift to claim their sovereignty using Akasic Records, which she explains more what that is later on in our conversation. She lives in the far north part of Queensland, Australia, on top of a mountain in a tropical wonderland, working towards self-sufficiency and building local community. She's often seen frolicking with her animals on the beach. Shabani Godel on the Business of Intuition. So Shabani, it's great to have you 
here on the show. And I know that you are uh, connecting with me and us from Australia. Sounds like you originally were born in Germany and found your way to the land of down under, so to speak, and uh, have a wonderful place there. Something a little paradise that you found uh, for yourself. And I wanted to ask, you know, there's been, you know, so much going on. One says, you know, no matter what lifetime, everybody complains about the fact that there's so much change, but there really has been a tremendous amount of change in this lifetime, you know, and maybe it's because of the advent of technology, just increasing the speed of that particular change. And I know that human beings do not have the ability to, you know, always keep up to the same pace of change as our cell phones. So a lot of pressure out there. My question to start off with is, what's your sense of the world right now? And to a comment you made to me before we hit the record button, you said, now's the time for us to go in. I mean, to go inside and to find that inner guidance. So one, what's going on? And two, why do you feel we need to go in now more than ever? Thanks so much for the question, Dean. And hello to everybody. Look, I'll I'll look at the human design, I think, for the answer. So for those of you who don't know what human design is, it's basically the youngest soul technique. Well, it's a whole, you know, like huge volumes of books that have been channeled through, which is called human design. And it was channeled through in 1987. And human design, like you have, who have a, a like your individual chart, and it almost looks like an astrology chart, it's not quite. And if human design has, like everybody has an incarnation cross, which equates with your purpose. And in the same way that humans have their own purpose, incarnation cross, there is also an incarnation cross for our planet. And the way human design explains that is literally the background frequency that our planet operates under. And I imagine it, it's like that is the frequency that is being held, yeah? And that dictates really what are the themes, what is going to be played out through us, yeah? Like in some ways we think we are so free and we have free will, but there's actually, depending on the incarnation cross that's running, there'll be certain theme. Now, according to human design, we are leaving a 400 plus incarnation cross, like period, behind. Yeah, we are moving from the incarnation, it's called the right angle cross of planning. And in 2027, in February 2027, the new energy, the new cross will be fully installed. And that is called the right angle cross of the sleeping phoenix. The sleeping phoenix. Yeah. Uh, The energies wouldn't be contrary, more contrary, yeah, than than what it is now. Yeah. Because we are moving, yeah, the inclination cost of planning was all about I scratch your back, you scratch mine. We have, you know, the huge organization, the bank, the government, the NGO, yeah. Um, 
be new in it. So it's all tribal, basically. But what's happening is the new energy is all about becoming an individual. On 2027, you're saying? Well, it's already in. I mean, it's that's there, yeah. yeah. It's like okay, the old is leaving, and you can see like the systems are crumbling, and they have to crumble. Yeah, the bank runs, the bank yeah going under, transportation problems. Yeah, like like all that. Basically, we are in a time where the old is sort of slowly crumbling, or not so slowly. And the new is coming in, but hasn't been fully installed. And the new is basically abundance in spirit. And it's a very, very, and this, I mean, the core thing is that you are literally now energetically supported to lift your purpose. Yeah. To really go in and yeah, it's, it's all about being individual. And here's the thing, you see that already playing out, yeah? Because when you become the individual, you notice that nobody agrees anymore. Yeah, that's part of becoming an individual. I'm different, I have this opinion, yeah? So you also see a lot of stuff, you know, like people being on opposite sides and arguing and, you know, like, all that is part, I think, of bringing down the old systems that really are not working. Yeah. So what, let me and, stop for a second, if I could yeah. ask you a question here, just for clarity. Because you're packing a wall up here with a lot of, lot of, lot of information. It's really great. So just to take a breather here. So the old system, the old period of time that you referenced, was it, is it also... You, you mentioned planning and it's breaking down into the more of it focus on the individual where they would find their purpose and then be supported through that purpose. Is there, I see that as well. I think everybody could agree that when you look at the way we are interacting with each other, there's less around collaboration and partnership and more around self-interest. These are my words, not necessarily others. The, the divisiveness of, of politics, you know, what, you know, everyone's now a media expert, so they can tweet something. And, you know, so there is a, there, I feel that, I think we all feel that there is more about individual focus moving forward here. Is that, there's some, the part of me that feels that that's wrong. You know, there's a part of me that feels like I want to be collaborating more with people. I want to find common ground. I want to, in my own individuality, find the individuality and honor that in others so that we aren't separate, that we are more connected. Help me through your understanding of this transition. Is it the individual finding their purpose and we're not collaborating as much as we did before or finding a new way to collaborate? I think it will become a new, it will be a new way of collaboration and it will become lo much more localized. Yeah, so that's, for example, what I see is happening in my little region. As an example, we have a community hall and uh, the local community installed a big brick that is outside, that is accessible to input for anyone who wants to. 
and it's a shared food grid and it's functioning. Yeah. So for example, when I have extra bananas or passion fruit or whatever crop I have, I put the extra into the share bridge and take out whatever else other people put in. Yeah. So it will be local. The not, but not the, the yeah. days of multinational globalization. Yeah. We're all, you know, we are the world. You remember those days when we yeah. had those big concerts to raise money for people in other parts of the world that were disadvantaged? That's over. All of that. That's you're always taking that. We're, we're removing that. That's crumbling. And the, 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 the communities and the, the purpose that gets to be played out or to be uh, expressed is going to be on a more local level versus a national or international right. level. Is that what you're basically? Yeah. That's a cheap, that's a very, I mean, think about it from a spiritual perspective, that's profound, but even from a business perspective, which of course, in my mind is an extension of a spiritual perspective. It's a, it's a separate side of the same coin, right? It, it's all yes. connected or we can't disconnect any of this stuff, right? That one could say, well, my, my, my I like what she's saying here. Instead of thinking about, you know, one organization that is national, we might think, want to think about a lot of smaller organizations that serve the, lo the local population and the local people. Yeah. Am I on the right track here? Yeah, because I, I mean, I think maybe you agree that this huge corporation were actually, in a way, they're against the people and we can't keep going that way. Yeah, the manipulation, the corruption, the, it's basically the top down, yeah, is going. And nobody will save you. Yeah, that's the other thing when nobody people will. are looking for, well, people are looking still at the, for the government to save you. No, they won't. And that, yeah, like, no, you're, you're, it's about the individual. You're here for yourself. You have Your to make it yeah, and it will. The help comes from the immediate community. That's what I see. So let me ask a question here, if I could. So I used to have uh, for years a, a, a wonderful guy. He was a Vedic astrologer, and I would, which is a different variation of astrology. Don't ask me to yeah. explain it. I just know that you know Robert was good, and it would be like once every six months I'd call him and go, "Hey Robert, what's going on with my family? What's going on with the business?" And I wouldn't make big decisions on it, but it more than anything probably reinforced what I sort of already sensed. So it was sort of that sort of, "Ah, Dean, you're not that far off from what you already knew." So I, I appreciated that. But there were times when Robert would say certain things to me that I could tell were his own opinion about something, and I'd say, I, "Is that you saying this?" Or is this is what the chart, meaning the astrological chart, is saying? Who's the voice here, right? So my question is: Is this your voice when you think about these types of companies that are gotten big? And to your point, you're saying that they are not doing the kind of good work that maybe one could imply by your comment. Is that you saying that, or is that the human design saying that? on a global level? Is it showing up in that sort of wisdom? Who's the yeah, so the latter. Basically, the latter. like okay. you, and I encourage anybody, if you want to Google like a prophecy and every prophecy that the, the guy who channeled the whole 
body of knowledge too, by the way, has come through. All right. So what you need to Google Wu, that's his name, and then just type in D27, human design, and there's a whole hour lecture of what, like, it's all mechanical. That's the cool thing. Yeah. Like, human design is a whole synthesis of Western astrology, the Kabbalah, the I Ching, the nine center energy. Like, it's a whole synthesis. And also your genetic imprint as a soul. Yeah. But then also, you can see the planets, like what are like human designs, very actual in a way, like astrology. Like they can show you what happens every day. Yeah. And yeah, come 2027, huge, like we're already in the energy. Yeah. We're like two minutes before 12, so to speak, figuratively speaking. Yeah. So oh, it will like another year for that shift. Be fully in, but we're in the middle of it. How long has this shift started to happen with its full fruition in 2027? When did this start? Good question. Well, I would think five years ago. Five years ago? Probably longer because it's bit by bit by bit, you know, like 18, the so human like logical mind wants to go vital, it's February 27, well, no, it's like, yeah, bit by bit by bit by bit. So, and I mean, especially the last three years, huge shit. Right? You're, you're saying something that's interesting from a time perspective, uh, Shabani, because if you say, I mean, you're, you're, you were struggling, not sure what the actual time frame was. Well, let's assume that you're right. Let's say that it is five years. Did the pandemic, all to action this particular shift was this what started it because that 2018 was right before the pandemic you know year or two before i mean i i wonder what I sort it, of it sure it. i mean it sure i don't know i don't think it would have started it but it sure accelerated, accelerated. yeah i think about just what's happened with all of us working from home right? We're no yeah. longer going into work. We are much more focused on doing meetings over Zoom. We are isolated from one another much more. We're having to reflect on our lives because now we don't have the distractions. There was that big period of time there when we were all sequestered at home and we're spending more time with family and we're, we're having to gaze at our nails and wonder what the hell we are supposed to be doing on this planet. A lot of that was been going on. And yet I think a lot of us have gone back to, well, at least we're past the pandemic. Let's go back to the frenetic lifestyle we've led before. But those trends, I think is what you're trying to say, around the individual and their purpose are still here. They haven't left us. Is that true? Yeah, yeah okay. absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Fantastic. And you are, like whether you are kicking and screaming, you will, like we are, I really am convinced that we are moving energetically more into situation, but it's coming from the inside out. Yeah, and then of course we have free will. Yeah, that's the name of the game here on the planet. And it's very different when you have your heart open and you have free will versus somebody who does. Yeah. And so individuation could be I'm fighting for toilet paper because there are not enough resources. 
or it could be, let me really figure out who am, who am I, why am I here, and how can I contribute to this planet and population. So there's the, so let me, this is to get me going here. Uh, I think that as people listen to this, some will go, I know exactly what she's talking about. I've studied human design and you don't need to convince me anymore. End of show, period, full stop. Other people will go like, what? What is this human design thing? Is it some sort of, you know, offshoot of this or that or whatever? And I don't understand any of it because I don't understand it. I don't necessarily understand. I don't follow this conversation. I will, though, try to challenge people to look into themselves and ask themselves, is what you're saying true? Forget whether it's human design as being the, the tool that sort of explains it, because we don't want to get too stuck on tools. Tools are just tools, yeah. right? It, it's like, who cares? In the end, it's to get us somewhere else, right? You do an assessment on someone's style, fine. But that doesn't mean that that's the end of the work. The work is something else. So if, you, if the tool is the tool, whether you believe it or not, are the principles that you're talking about, do they feel intuitively correct? But you, we are moving more towards an individual. We are being asked to be challenge ourselves with a free will and what our purpose is and so forth. I think that whether or not you agree with human design or not, doesn't even matter. What you're saying, I think, is intuitively right on the money. Thank you. Because, yeah, I'm with you, Dean. I don't care about whether it's human design or whether it's Vedic astrology. Like, actually, when you look, a lot, a lot of people say the same, and a lot of, yeah, it's actually the same, just different language. Right. Right. Yeah. All right. So here's a here's a big wallop or question. Great. If what's the meaning of life? <laughs> no, 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 baby. We're gonna get there. Uh, like I say, so let let's assume that you're right, and that we're listening to you today from Australia, and uh, we're hearing somebody say we're moving more towards the individual being asked to one way or another find out who they are and what their purpose is, and then to bring that into expression. And that's an individual challenge, an individual, whether you take it or not, kicking and screaming, as you said before, right? What's the purpose when you bring all these people together? And if you say that human design can work on the individual at the planetary level, do you have any feeling about what's the purpose of the planet on 2027 and beyond? What do we... What is all of us coming together? What are we here as a species to do when you add all this stuff up? I told you it would be a big walloper one. No, I love it. I love it. I love it. <laughs> it's to create a playground to, first of all, I really believe ultimately we're here to have fun and joy. And, you know, planet Earth is actually an incredible playground for the soul. Uh, because we have duality. And I think the big purpose is really how much fun can you have and find out who are you, really. Yeah, and the more you work, I mean, it's my experience, the more, and I used to be really, you wouldn't want to know me in the 1980s, say this way. <laughs> it's about internal freedom where nothing from the outside has any power over you, which is huge. I mean, that is a huge thing, yeah? Because 
What has power over us? Money, people, yeah, planning, like so much, whatever, you know, anything can have power over. And I think it's much more joyful to live without that and to be really sovereign. Yeah. This is great. I mean, I've, there are, so we're going to roughly, we're going to ruffle some feathers here, but certainly some organized religions and, uh, and particular perspectives would say, uh, not the only way you're going to find that connection to your higher self, to the consciousness that all that is all that is. Okay. Now we could call that God, right? Is that you need a Sherpa. You need a guide. You need a, uh, a, um, a translator, an intermediary, somebody to help you make that connection. You cannot do that on your own. And that's where we get into some organized religions where it's the Pope, it's the minister, it's the priest, it's the pastor, it's the, you know, put your name out there because uh, individuals can't on their own do that. How do you respond to some of that criticism that this is something that we are just not meant to do without the help of somebody else? Look, I know everything is within, and it's another power structure, right? I mean, of course, if I believe that I don't have access to my own divinity and I need somebody else, then again, I'm giving away my power. And of course, it, it enriches the people. <laughs> uh, in power and finances that create this BS, really. And if I take it further, like I know without doubt that we've been so brainwashed, every one of us from birth. Every so brainwashed upside down. Yeah. You're not good enough. Who do you think you are? You shouldn't be daydreaming. Uh, the scarcity, like all that is BS. But we've been, I think, intentionally held down by wrong teaching, whether that's kindergarten, parents, schools, that is intentionally hindering the soul. Yeah? Because that, yeah, I am at a ripe age of 63 and a half, and I've been doing this work really since I was 14, where I asked myself, where am I? What is this all about? All about? Yeah. And I see that every one of us had some sort of brainwashing around who you are, how the world is functioning, which is holding you false, keeping you small. And it's intentional because if you're a good little slave and if we can control you by just being, you know, just saying yes and, and not thinking or questioning anything, yeah, you're a slave. And if you're not careful, that's where we will go, in, even in a bigger way. Yeah, I mean, right. yeah, so. Uh, I totally understand. It's, it's, it's like yeah. there's so much more powerful we we are i mean we are really the powerful creators of our experience and co-creators so yeah and we, we fear our power because 
So to ask you, yeah, I mean, probably it's not even, no, you don't need an intermediary. However, if you cut yourself off due to wrong training from spirit, sometimes, yes, you do need help. But you're sure. born with your own individual guidance system. You are part of spirit. Yeah, You're part of love. You are that. But sometimes we can go too far away that, yes, sometimes we do need the help. Yeah, right, right. Yeah. Another, another channeler, Esther Hicks, that a lot of people might know, channels Abraham. and uh, I love Abraham. Very good stuff. I remember my wife and I saw Esther and her husband in a Seattle small hotel years ago, back when maybe 10 people showed up and now thousands show up. They've really become quite the international hit. And uh, in their, Abraham's perspective talks a lot about contrast. And that contrast is the way in which we are able to create clarity around our purpose and around our intentionality, that without contrast, we would not necessarily need, we would not necessarily have the intentionality, that, that, that we forge our intentionality on the contrast. And contrast could be seen as something negative, difficult, that we, we are almost pushed into a, a new awareness that moves us forward. And, and so you would almost say, well, let's bless the contrast. You know, let, this part of the day didn't go so well, let's bless it, because that helps me get clear about what I do want. I, I went through a marriage my first time around. I had some really good contrast, right? And through that, I created clarity about what I did want. And lo and behold, I found my current best friend and, and life partner. So contrast, I could see playing a role in my life. In this new perspective that you're sharing with us around this, this playground that you mentioned, that the, the earth's purpose is the playground for the soul to have fun and to experience freedom, which I think was the summary of what you said. Is there a world in that space or is there a space in that world for contrast? Do we still have contrast or is contrast? We, we are in yeah, okay. so it, doesn't, it doesn't go away. It's not that contrast is part of the brainwashing. You're not saying. No, no, no. They are in okay. a binary. Like contrast is the stable. Yeah. I mean, we are in a binary here on planet. Yeah. It's out of what you can't experience cold. We always have contrast. It's always the opposite. There's always yeah. something to yeah, yeah, yeah. from. We, we still evolve and learn. Yeah. And contrast or negative experiences, if you want to call them that, whether they be self inflicted or uh, external. Is are are helpful uh, lessons for us to be able to become more intentional about this this playground for the soul to have fun and to have freedom. Yeah, that's great. I, I totally agree. Yeah, that's wonderful. Yeah. That's wonderful. What role do you think intuition plays in all this? Pivotal. <laughs> <laughs> I do too, but I wanted just to put words to it. Okay. Let me answer this way. We are bombarded at the moment with different news, with a lot of disinformation, misinformation. Yeah, it's like, and the intu like even on that level, the intuition will help you see through 
what is true and what is not, what is correct and what is not. Yeah, instead of what a lot of us brought up to do or to be, if we are not conscious, yeah, we switch on the TV, we switch on the news, and we believe them as an example. Yeah, or we believe like like what I see is that in like if I look at humanity overall, like not necessarily the conscious people, yeah, we give away our power to somebody we think knows better, is higher than us, knows better, whether it's the priest, whether it's the government, whether it's the friends, what do you think, yeah, and that is what's going away. Yeah, and that's where the intuition and and our gut feeling, or however it comes, yeah, everyone is individual, yeah, even with the intuition, how that comes through, but it comes through everybody, and that will keep you safe. Like, seriously, like, you, when, when you trust that and act on it, that's the other big thing. Yeah, we have it yeah, all the time, part. and then usually we go into our head and negate what our body or what our eat says. Yeah, so it's training because we've been trained out of. Yeah, we we could call intuition or any of the soft, what do you call it, skills. Yeah. yeah, it's all the like from birth or from kindergarten. It's all about left brain. Yeah, logical linear. And we are not honoring or celebrating the artist or the younger. And that's what's shifting because it's not working. I mean, look, look at our world. Yeah. Yeah. It's not working. So, yeah. So, intuition, gut feeling, whatever you want to call it, workshop. And you're, what is right for you, say, Dean. Might not be right for me. Yeah, right. just, we are like snowflakes. We are we're very individual. And I think we also need to learn to celebrate. Yeah, without, because here's the if we can respect and honor everybody who's, yeah, the individuality versus making it wrong or versus wanting it or comparing. Yeah, like if we could all just go, okay, this is who I am, and I can sit in that, and I'm okay, and I honor who you are. That, then we have peace. Right. And you know? the, 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 it is in the backdrop of all this chaos and frenetic energy, you see glimmers of this is where people want to be. This is what the heart is calling for. This is what the soul is asking, what society is hungry for. We're struggling to find our way through it. I and mean, then we get all this violence yeah. of real and, yeah. and otherwise happening. And yet there's this, there are these values, these, these, these intentionalities that sort of shoot out like rockets every once in a while, like at a 4th of July, you can feel it, you can know it. And you just go, yes, yes. But, and we, I sense what you're saying. Tell us more, a little bit about you know, you've got uh, an assessment, I believe, that you had mentioned to me before we started this recording. Talk about that and, and the work that you are doing and, and how we can connect to you. Yeah, sure. 
Yeah, look, there's a free gift because, and it's basically a PDF file, but it goes through how you can access your intuition and how it may look like. Yeah. Uh, because I'm seriously, I'm um, passionate about if, like, if I can imagine, okay, that's the idol in me. But seriously, imagine everybody is connected to themselves and their own guidance. And I also know that when I am connected to my guidance, and even if it would be, say, I say no to something, that this is in the highest good for all concerned. Yeah. So imagine a world where you know you're the guidance and you act on it. It will be very different. Yeah. Because then you're really connected who you are and you're doing you. Uh, and I know the world would be a very different, beautiful place if that happens. I'm passionate about it. So yeah, that gift is how, yeah, how do different guidance come through? And I'll also open open you up to that might be yeah we are guided yeah the guide like I give you an example a few years back my dog was dying and he had body had cancer and it was a seven month journey and every day I had this Australian bird called Kookaburra. Yeah, it's a very, and, and a kookaburra makes a very specific sound, like they are the laughing bird. The kookaburra was basically on the front veranda looking in. And I kid you not, every day. And kookaburras are transition, life, death, rebirth. As soon as body transition, the kookaburra stopped coming. I missed it. <laughs> yeah. So you, you, you can have animals as your intuition, you might have a book fly off the shelf. Yeah, like anything it, it is helping you, like, like life is for you if you make space and time to listen and to learn how to be. We miss everything because we are running around like, as you say in Australia, blue-ass flies. You know, we would so, say with your chitting with his head cut off, right? Yeah. <laughs> and we lose ourselves. Yeah. It's about learning how to be and having pauses and, yeah, and reclaiming that. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Really nice yeah. to meet you. And how to, like, what do I, do I do? I work actually mainly with the Akashic Record. Uh, the Akashic Records, for those of you who don't know, are basically an energetic database of the soul. In the Bible, it's referenced as the Book of Life. And it basically gives access to who you are at soul level, your divine gift, like what is your purpose this lifetime. But it also gives access to any karma, any restrictions, any blocks that you may have and you're not aware of. Like, if you've created a vow of suffering, say, five lifetimes ago, your life will be hard and you have no idea. Right. Yeah, or a vow of poverty. You know, I don't know why the money is not happening and I'm doing every course and every clearing I can and I'm still not creating enough money. That's probably because, yeah, we 
you have to go Kafka. And so the, the Akashic also has business way. Yeah, oh, like you have your private record. So if you have a business or if you're even thinking of having a business, the record is underneath your private record. And then it becomes interesting because then we can pay, although pay good, we can look at, okay, I want to make 10 grand a month. I'm at five grand, say, what are, where do we need to change things? Yeah, so then we really look at, okay, is it possible what you want to do? Where is it sales? Is it, you know, whatever? Is it marketing? Is it, you know, is it the price point? Is it, then we really go down, yeah, very physically and look and then align, yeah? Uh, like I know that a lot of business people, they do everything in marketing and you don't have to. Yeah, most people do way, way, way too much. And usually I think, oh, no, 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 this and this and this, that soul level suits you best. Let's get rid of the other thing, as an example. And people have success. Like they still double or even, I kid you not, but ripple her business during these times. Because I just downloaded your 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 ebook. It's uh it's got some great chapter titles and I and I think people are gonna really enjoy that, especially as they apply it to themselves and their businesses. Are you on uh the, the normal you know LinkedIn and some of those other places? Yeah, I'm on well? LinkedIn. Yeah, my full name. Otherwise my website is just my name, Shivani S H I V A N Y dot com. And Wonderful. You want to email me? It's my name twice. Right. <laughs> Shivani at Shivani.com. Well, we got all your information in the show notes so people can Bell can find you and, and learn more about your great work. Thank you so much for your time and your energy and your spirit. It's been such a pleasure connecting with you. Thank you, Dean. Thank you for listening to the business of intuition. If you enjoyed the show, please subscribe, rate, and review on Apple Podcasts. Google, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you'd like to learn more about Dean or Mission Facilitators Leadership, go to mfileadership.com. That's mfileadership.com.